Hello, Rainbow Readers. Hello, and happy holidays. Happy holidays to all of you out there. We are so excited to be back with a second Happy Holidays episode. Yes, this one with some gay representation. And this is the last episode before Christmas, so this is fitting that we're going to shove all of these into one last episode for your last little bit of holiday enjoyment here, squeezing all of the joy out of the season. Like we're stuffing a stocking, one (laughs) might say. Yes. I was going to say something really dirty, but I just like stopped myself. (laughs) Or stuffing something else. You know, whatever. Whatever you like to stuff out there, friends. That's no judgment here. Remember, this is a no judgment zone. However you want to do. I do have one last Christmas question. Um, So the question of the day is, are you team eggnog or or no? I am not team eggnog. No, same. Girl, that stuff, I try every fucking year to like, because Ren loves it. That's disgusting. It tastes like bubble gum, and I don't want a drink that is like you can chew it. So eggnog is... Very thick. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like it's you can like chew it. It's not akin to like, you know, some sort of creamy like mayonnaise <laughs> or like, I don't know. It is very I never creamy. really was a fan of like pina coladas or oh. any of that stuff. So it's just like the thickness, the consistency of it kind of gets under my well, skin. Well, you know me. I do, I do like a pina colada, but it's only something that I can drink the one of and I actually probably haven't I haven't probably had a pina colada in like 10 years just because it's too sweet for me yes. nowadays I'm I'm more on the sour I'm a little bitter so I need something <laughs> something girl tell it less sweet but yeah I always I saw this lady at the grocery store the other day and she had like I don't know, five or six cartons of eggnog. And I'm just like, ma'am, who is in your home that is drinking gallons of eggnog? Sister was throwing a party. I mean, she was. I don't know. I will say this. I have never had eggnog with actual alcohol in it. It's only been, nor I've ever had like homemade eggnog. So I'll reserve, maybe it's better if you put booze in it or somebody makes it from scratch, but just yanking that carton of mayfield eggnog off the shelf i'm just gonna have to say no I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna come out against it now one of the books that we are going to talk about today had eggnog cookies in it remember this oh yeah 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 yeah. i think you would like that i think i would like that something about the description of those cookies was intriguing but you love cookies anyway it's mostly i would be there for the cookies and not yeah. for the eggnog guilty as charged <laughs> right and i mean cookies are good anyway so I think they're, it doesn't matter what flavor they are for the most part, they're very good. Do you like gingerbread? I do like gingerbread. I like gingerbread too. The gingerier, the better. Yeah, I like really any kind of cookie that's frosted. I, I also will, like, yeah, I will eat gingerbread unfrosted, frosted. Yeah. I love a good a ginger like gingerbread snack. boy or gingerbread person. I guess is I don't fucking know uh, any any gender would be fine for me on the ginger. Yeah, but I like the I like it to be frosted. Okay, and I love a good Christmas cookie. I hope everyone out there is getting some delicious treats. And thank you for joining us today. This is your Rainbow Reads podcast. I am Holly. And I'm Susie. Did we not say that? We didn't say that at the beginning. Well, you're Holly and I'm Susie, and we're going to give you a rundown of four 
awesome gay holiday books. Yay, happy holidays. Yep, and so the first one we're going to talk about is You're a Mean One, Matthew Prince, and you read this one. I really was so looking forward to this one in the description. We talked about it in one of our mini-sodes, and in the description, it was likened to Schitt's Creek. And, and anyone, we all know how I feel about Schitt's yes, Creek. Yes, anyone who's listened to this podcast for one episode will know we are Schitt's Creek diehards. Love it. Love, love it. it. This, love it. This is by Timothy Janofsky, and it is a gay Christmas romance, and it says it's perfect for fans of Schitt's Creek and Red, White, and Royal Blue, which I am a fan of both of those things. Yes, you are. And it was kind of like the rich kid gets banished off to the small town to go stay with his Grammy and Grampy because he, you know, did something fucked up. And, of course, like, he meets... The local boy. The local boy. I mean, it's a pretty standard Christmas trope. It is a very standard Christmas trope. It's always the small town and the local... You ever been to a small town? I mean... I, on purpose, or yeah. I mean, not really. I mean, I've gone to, I've stopped through small towns. Yeah, in the past. Well, well, maybe small towns in the south are different than small towns in the north. But a lot of times, I get weird looks with my haircut. I don't get hit on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we went to remember that coffee shop we went into that really small town when yeah. we were on our way to Asheville, and it was the best coffee. And what do you remember? What I had, and you mocked you had me. That matcha latte. It was. I did terrible. It, I love it. I know you do. It's like, but you said that looks like you're drinking liquid grass. It not only looked like it, it tastes like it. No, but I like that. I know you do. When you had a stressful time, I gave you a cup of matcha tea and you said it was too grassy for you. Yeah. But in that coffee shop, not one lovely lady hit on me, if you'll recall. I do. I'm sorry about that. I just think small towns are idealized in these Christmas stories. It is true. I mean, I want to like a small town, especially ones that have cool things like bookstores or coffee shops or things like that. I'm down with it. We, I've talked before about my affection for that type of environment. But I do think you're right. I don't think they're always as welcoming to... um, people like you thanks I, I didn't mean it as an insult to you it's no. all their fault it is all their fault for being they're asked. missing out <laughs> look what they're missing out on it's true so what did you think about this book did you like it i thoroughly enjoyed this book i thought the comparison to Shit's creek was well earned yes it was very similar to Shit's creek i did like um how rich and bougie our uh, main character Matthew was. I loved Matthew. He was a great. He was actually a great main character, and just like David in Schitt's Creek, he had a lot of heart. He did. It was just buried under like cynicism and you know pain. The author did a great job of describing Matthew's thoughts and his experiences, and I, I thought that made him extremely likable. I think um, he could have been a non-sympathetic character easily. Yes. And it didn't turn out that way. So. No. Good job. I will say it did have the one thing you know that I, I don't like, which everyone knows, is the third act breakup. We're that, not... I mean, that's... that's damn no, third act breakup. I mean, can... Yeah, everyone knows I don't like that, but that did not take away my enjoyment of that at all because I do feel like it kind of resolved... A little bit quickly. It wasn't, like, so drawn out. I also like the way it was done, and I I thought it was a creative plot, 
you know, as far as I don't like the breakups either, but yes. I thought it was a creative plot as way as far as the way it was set up and described. And yeah, and you um, have to add a little bit of angst to it, so that was good. But I yeah. thought the description of the town was really good. It was definitely very festive. I love the little people in the town, and I love his grandparents so oh, much. They're awesome. Like how accepting they were. And if I'm not mistaken, um, Hector was uh, bi. Yes, that's correct. Yes. That is, I did read this quite some time ago, so it was like a little bit, yeah. There's good representation in this book. Not only the main couple, but there's a sapphic couple also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. So that's true. So what is your star rating on your mean one, Matthew Prince? I gave um, your mean one, Matthew Prince. I actually love the title too. Just It's so cute. I want to sing so much. (laughs) We're not going to. No, because we made a pact that we're not going to sing anymore. I (laughs) What after I sang Holly Jolly Christmas? What? Okay. I got 14 complaints about that. You did? Just kidding. Okay. Not one complaint. I, well, you, so it, you complain away charity. because it's hor- horrific. I know. It's fine. I, I'm going to give your, I mean, one, Matthew Prince. I think I gave it like four and a half stars. I really like the book. I gave it five stars because that's who I am. Yeah. I really loved it. I thought it was so sweet and so cute. And it's such a great, it was, I read it at the very end of November. And it was the perfect, like, kind of get you ready for the holiday season. It was very cute. But it also wasn't overly, like, schmaltzy kind of, you no. know, I was actually just sugary. about to say, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but it did address some mental health concerns in the yes. book. Yes. And I very much appreciated the description that of what the character went through. Yeah, I, I think. very it, realistic. I think the um, representation of anxiety Yes. It was like very, very accurate and yeah. good. And the the coping skill that was utilized to deal with the anxiety was super creative. So yeah. I hope that uh, readers who suffer with anxiety may be able to think about how that could perhaps apply to their own life because it was an interesting way to cope with anxiety that was described. It was awesome. And so how many pride flags? Ooh, five. Yes, definitely five pride flags. It was awesome. I loved it. Timothy, thank you for writing such a cute and festive and also very, I thought, helpful and well done. It had some depth. Yeah, it did. It was a great Christmas rom-com. What did you think of the chili in the book? Oh, um, hmm. I would say three, maybe? I was going to say three, too. Yeah. I would say it's three. a little spice in this book. Y'all, there is a little spice. Y'all go out and read it. It's a little yeah. spice in there. Speaking of spice... Our next three books, Halls has not read, but I'm going to give you a rundown of them. Are they spicy? Um, I think I'll go in order, in order of, of, spice. of spice. Okay? We're going to be like uh, mild, medium, and hot, just like at the salsa bar. Right. So the first one we have, and I wouldn't really say this one was mild. Okay. But this is called The Holiday Hookup, and it was more, it, it was only 60 pages, very, very short. Um by Balin Crow. You can get it for free on Kindle Unlimited, dear Kindle fans. And this was cute. I mean, it was very cute. It was an office uh, romance. Um, I wouldn't say enemies to lovers because that makes me think of like they have a knife to each other's throat or they're trying to kill each other. It was more like one character really annoyed the other character. So it wasn't like an enemy. Okay. But it was, you know, they weren't friends. Yeah, okay. Um, it was pretty spicy. I would say this is also a level three spice. Okay, level three spices. If you want to grab yourself a cup of, you know, coffee or tea or whatever and just sit by the fire and read this very quickly, 
like if you have an hour or so, it's perfect for that. Have a little eggnog if you like. It is. Uh, or not. Or don't have it. Don't don't have it. But, you know, it's great for that little quick read. So that was a holiday hookup. I appreciate that you're giving us some short options. You know, this time of year, also, some of these folks that are working on these reading goals might need a little 60-page or yes. get a couple books in. I have to say I do appreciate the shorter book sometimes yeah. that bumps up my Goodreads goal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even though I do feel slightly like I'm like, well, that wasn't like a real novel. But it was. it'll still count, friends. You can mark that thing red, guys. Yep, if you're trying to skirt in at the end of the year and get you, and meet your Goodreads goals, I have actually two this time for you. But the next one is much longer. It is called Amor, actually, and I know I'm the, I can't pronounce anything. My, Amore. Amor. I, um, I actually probably butchered that too. We're sorry. We we're terrible. We don't know how to say things correctly. But this is a holiday romance anthology, and it was awesome. I think I've heard of this. I loved it. If obviously from the title, you can see that it is similar to Love Actually. The I, I I guess now it's problematic. I don't I don't know. Maybe, but I fucking love Love Actually. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I love that movie. I love I like anything that has a bunch of like stories that are don't seem in any way connected, and then at the end they're all tied together somehow. I know it's like a a fantasy novel, except it's a Christmas story. Right, and this is really great. There is one uh, Noche Buena party, which is Christmas Eve, the Christmas Eve party. It's set in New York City, which Lord knows I love a story set in New York City. And it's got seven um, Latina authors, which is awesome. They're this all Latina. amazing. And there, like I said, there is, um, several, I think it's, nine nine stories of love and there is all kinds of representation in this book it's just representation on top of representation there is a sapphic couples there are gay couples i think there was some non-binary representation okay um i actually think there was polyamory okay I can't remember exactly because I, I bought this and read this last Christmas. Okay. And I absolutely loved it. I actually think I may go back and read it before Christmas again. Sounds like there's something here for everyone. Yeah, and it's I'll read you the little description because it's really cute. It says, Noche Bueno. One party, nine happily ever afters. It's Christmas Eve in New York City when anything is possible. For these couples, it's the season to find true love. From second chances, big leaps, misconnections, and reconnections, This charming collection celebrates the spirit of the holidays and delivers nine perfect happily ever afters. I guaranteed happily ever after. That's your language. Yeah. Girl, you know. You know. I loved it. And they had, it was just like, you know, Love Actually. So at the very end, you can see all the couples like came together at the big party. It was awesome. I loved it. It is it is rather long. It's 436 pages. That's all right. So it's not something that you're going to like read in like one day, but it was really like if you want to break it up and just read a couple of stories every day to cheer you up if you've had a hard day. But do I, out of all the books, I did love Matthew Prince, but I think this one may be my favorite of the group because I love the structure of all the stories coming together. Amazing. Good I just, recommendation. Thanks. I just loved that. And. Latina representation. Yes. Amazing. So good. 
All right. And her last book that we have, friends. I'm assuming five stars on that one. Oh, yeah. Five million stars. Okay, cool. I loved it. I thought it was. Oh, and definite spice on that one. You said this is the four? Well, um, you didn't really say it. I would say it's three or four. Okay. This yeah. is more spicy than... The holiday hookup? Yeah. I mean, yes. Okay. I think so. Okay. If okay. I am remembering correctly. That's all right. But then... Here we go. This is the piece de resistance of spice. Friends. Friendly friends out there. If you want something to burn your panties or underwear off your body, this Gosh. is it. Because Lord have mercy. This is called Meet Me in Los Feliz, a hot holiday no- novella. And they ain't lying. Okay. This is by Kelly Reynolds. I don't even remember how I found this. I think I stumbled across this author on um, Bookstagram because I have a I have a personal Bookstagram page, and so I follow a lot of Bookstagrammers. Yeah, and I just stumbled across this, and I was like, "Oh yeah, purchase yeah," because I'm gonna read you the description of this. Meet Me in Los Feliz is a low angst, high heat holiday romance novella. This book features a soft dom short king with painted nails, a plus-size tatted baddie who loves her body, one adorable wiener dog, and 12-ish days of holiday shenanigans. Ooh, I love the word shenanigans. And I am telling you, this was spicy. Five? Oh, yeah, five for sure. (laughs) For sure. Absolutely. It was so great. And I will say this. Obviously, the main the main couple, if you go look at the book, it's a guy and a girl, but the guy is bisexual. It's talked about pretty good bit in the book that he is bi. Good representation. So that's great representation because I do think, except this is the second book that we reviewed in this one where there's bi guys, which normally we don't see a lot of that. Not in uh, the literature so far that we've been reading. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean it's not out there, but this, I thought that was really, really great. That's really great. Um, There was just a ton of different representation in this. I thought it was really good. I thought the way that they, port- the main, um, the female main character was portrayed, she was a bigger, it says, a tatted baddie who loves, she's plus size, who loves her body. It was yeah, so awesome. good. We love somebody who loves their body because as someone who struggles with their body image, like, I love to see it. All I, about the body positivity. Yes, this I, podcast. I love to see that. I just, I love the whole thing. And again, <clears throat> Let me just say, don't say that Susie did not warn you. She's warning us. Because I'm telling you right now, this has got some um, BDSM elements in it. That's in there. Okay. Um, I fucking loved it. It was a really cute little holiday novella. And this was 148 pages. So, again, if you want to get in your Goodreads, um, if you want to click red on something, 148 pages, you could probably knock that out in a couple of hours sit by the fire and then call your beloved it'll light you up it sounds like it will it was so good and i and i love it cuz this is also kindle unlimited which is awesome but i think if i remember correctly that this is kelly reynolds first go at writing so this is her first book out there and damn kelly thank you cuz i i sure did enjoy this one i thought it was awesome and that's set in um like the la kind of area so it was awesome we have a very good variety on this show. Thank you for these recommendations. This is lovely. Yeah, I think we had like a good 
this holiday season, we read a, a, a good little variety of books here. I think so, too. I think so, too. It was good. And so now, after the holidays, we're going to have one more for you, friends, coming up. A good Happy New Year. Yep. So do we want to tell them what we're going to be having? We it, Oh, sorry. It has to be a surprise, just like a Christmas present. But maybe we'll count down into the new year. To a special surprise. Yeah, that'll be uh, next week. So this is the last podcast we're releasing before the holidays. So happy holidays to everyone yes, out there. Happy, Whatever you celebrate, happy we hope holidays. you have a great one. And I hope that you enjoy being with the people that you love and that you eat some sort of sweet treat for yourself and that you do something that you love and that brings you joy no matter what holiday you're celebrating. I hope that you find something that um, lights your spirit up and makes you happy because God knows this year has been a fucking hell of a ride for, for my personal family. And so we all deserve a little something, something sweet and special. We hope you've enjoyed these episodes and we really, really appreciate every listen, every like, every share. If you feel like it, sign on and give us a review. Give us some stars after you're done listening to our podcast Maybe tell a friend. Share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. We would love for you to share it with a friend. And you're always welcome to reach out to us where Your Rainbow Reads on Instagram or yourrainbowreads at gmail.com. Yeah, and let us know. I mean, and if you, again, if you're an author and you have something you want us to read, we would um, love to do that. Yeah, reach out. Happy holidays, friends. Take care of yourselves and each other. Happy holidays. Bye.